and we're live. Yay. Hey. Mm. Yo. Yo. What's new with you Hi. guys? Nothing. 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 Just chill week. We got a we got a uh uh greenhouse in our backyard now. That's about it. Okay. okay. That's pretty new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had a construction crew over to work on it for like 3 days. They finished it today. And uh it looks all right. Like it's it's a greenhouse. I don't know what else to tell you. Like it's like a big yeah. dome that we got there that just peaks above the fence. But uh, we haven't oh, had a chance to do anything with it. It's like, like we circular. It like it's uh, it's like more of a like a a dome like pyramid. Okay. Because I I feel like they're always like kind of they kind of look like sheds like little houses. I mean it's it is yeah. a shed basically yeah. Okay. Cool. What are you gonna grow in it? Uh, Reese is going to use it to grow her baby plants when she wants to start them, and uh, she's going to be using it for tomatoes and other stuff that need hot climates. Yeah. Right. And based on how warm it was in there compared to how it was outside, it's going to be hot in there. And humid. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to do during the winter? Can you still use it? Yeah. yeah okay, it'll be, like, insulated enough? They won't just die? It, it, it builds up the heat and it keeps it in there. Okay. Nice. I mean, as long as they built it right, <laughs> that's really the, the kicker for it to make sure they built it right. Sure. Yeah, I guess I just don't, I mean, I don't know much about greenhouses and I was just wondering if there's like a threshold of like, oh, if it goes below this, the greenhouse is just it's not going to be able to stand that. So don't use it during. Appar- apparently it's graded for Calgary weather. So it's made by a Canadian company. Nice. Okay. So this will be this year will be the big test, but we'll see. You can just go in there, wear some shorts and just hang out in a nice hot climate nice humid and stuffy room with a bunch of plants seems like a great time (laughs) well if outside of it is like freezing cold i'd I'd rather be in the greenhouse or just inside i mean i'd rather be in my actual house which is like (laughs) 10 steps away but i mean you you do you man you hang on that greenhouse yeah well as someone who lives in an apartment that has no insulation uh the winter does get pretty chilly in here uh Mm. So, yeah. Paul, nothing going on with you? No, nothing new or special. I wanted to shout out it's a great time for uh, comic book TV shows because of the Sandman came out, which I'm in the middle of watching. Um, And then She-Hulk just dropped earlier today, and I really enjoyed that first episode. Cool. So, So two thumbs up and recommendations for me. Sandman is dark. That fifth episode? Yeah. Whoa. That thing goes real dark. I've never read the comics. Uh, I've heard the comics get pretty dark. Yeah, I would have to assume so. Because uh, I've heard this is a pretty this is a pretty like accurate recreation. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how the rest of that season goes. Oh, uh, let's do a podcast. Uh let's specifically let's do the top down perspective. Um because it's August 18th, and I'm Sean Booker. Can we do a different one one of these days? Sure, yeah. Go ahead. What do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. We can do a podcast within a podcast right now. There you go. All right. Uh, let's let's just talk about like, I don't know. Feelings. I, I got nothing. I this have really the, got the nothing. Feelings podcast? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Today's oh. feeling is melancholy. So how do you talk? feel about melancholy? I'm T would it. stand for touchy. Um depressing person. <laughs> yep. We're the, they, <laughs> welcome to the touchy, depressing people. 
uh, episode 631. How did you fit that into TDP? <laughs> uh, oh my god. Um, but hey, speaking of which, John, have you been playing anything? No, this is my week off from kind of playing stuff. I had to prep up for Xenoblade, which we did yesterday on stream. And uh, I played Gears 2 with uh, Greg Chun, a voice actor, uh, on Monday. But I did play something that's on your list on stream, which we'll probably talk to if we're going straight to yours, uh, Cult of the Lamb. Okay, yeah. yeah, I also played this. Oh, okay. But it's a secret, Paul? Is that what you're saying? No, I I don't know. I knew you were going to talk about it, so I'll just piggyback off whatever. Okay, so we all played Cult of the Lamb. Yes. Okay, well, John, you started. What did you think of Cult of the Lamb? It's fun. It seems pretty good. So I played it on stream, so I had the Twitch integration on. Um, Okay, yeah. Describe that. So it is a little glitchy at the moment. I think they were more successful than they expected to be at launch. I saw today uh, they sold a million copies of that game. How many? A million in their first week. Yep. Jesus. Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) Uh, So... The way the integration works is that you add an extension to your Twitch page and it lets you run raffles to assign your uh, members of your cult to your viewers. Right. Uh, they get to customize the how they look in that. And then I think later on, like there's decisions that they can make that affect how your actual like run and your actual cult is going. Okay. But I believe those are currently disabled due to some issues. So it was really just adding the um, the actual like viewers as cultists. Yeah, that's the only thing. They can add channel points as well to your totem, and it'll give you a random assortment of a not, yeah, yeah, quite a bit too, like up to 50 like stone and stuff in the beginning is crazy. Yeah. Reese got a couple blueprints for like tiles and mosaics and stuff. I got like a bunch of food I have. I'm like, that's way farther out than I would have seen at the moment. Like, I got like a bunch of fish and everything. Yeah. I guess that's a good question is uh, like, how far did you guys get? I beat the game. I can say that. Oh, Not okay. that far. <laughs> I assumed. I did the first area. The first like of the four. Leshy? I did Leshy? Yeah. Leshy. Yeah. I did two runs of the first area. So I only got halfway to Leshy. Okay. Is that because you like dot? Di- di- oh, is it because you died or you just stopped after two runs? I just I had it was on fortune cookie. So we just changed the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I bring that up because I was actually I'm playing on like normal and I find mm-hmm. this game pretty easy. Like, uh, yeah, I yeah. noticed that. Yeah, it's not too challenging, which is kind of cool. I'm, I'm cool with just something relaxing. Yeah, I'm not really looking for one. But if if I was like trying to play it like what my, my skill level would allow, I could probably bump it up one and that would have probably been a better yeah. sweet spot. But I want to say I died less than like a handful of times and it was pretty much always on like a boss. And then luckily sure. I was able to sacrifice one of my cultists, get a few hearts back and then just destroy him because he was almost dead anyways. Sure. Yeah, I just went, I just went with the developer recommended difficulty, which was normal. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Same. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. What did you guys call your cults? The movement. What did you call yours? The movementarians. Nice. Okay. And I didn't hear John because you guys, what was, what was yours? Egg farm. Calls it the egg, egg farm. farm. That, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then I was super creative and just kept it at the default. Ah, so the cult of the lamb. Yes. Yeah, sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm, I like this game quite a bit. I think it is really good. It's a really like fun, cartoony look at some extremely dark topics. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So like maybe sensitivity warning about some of this kind of stuff, depending on who you are, because but I think they do a pretty good job of like, oh, yeah, you can make like kind of the stereotypes you would think would happen in a cult. Like everyone's going to be eating mushrooms this week uh, because that's what we do. Um, Yeah. uh, Which I guess you guys probably haven't even gotten to because that's like a second uh, run is you can get mushrooms and then you can it's one of the like rituals you can perform. You can unlock is it locks the faith at max for two straight days. But then because everybody's high because everyone's high, but then everyone gets sick. (laughs) Sure. So like it just kind of makes sense. Yeah, that actually makes kind of awesome. You could tell like every kind of like like mechanic they put in there. They were like, oh, this is actually how they would happen. Like, yeah, there would be you can uh, make one person like your champion and he'll go around and bug people to like have more faith. You can marry one of your cultists multiple times and then you're like you're like significant others will fight because they'll get jealous so you got to be careful how many like wives you take or whatever sure. um there's a bunch of like super weird stuff from like you got to clean up their poop and but then you can like use the poop to make them a house you can feed poop to your cultists you can make a poop uh one of my dish asked to yep. be fed poop yeah <laughs> yeah and the guy gets sick immediately and then that dude came back to me and he was like yo that was so funny we should do it again <laughs> and i was <laughs> like i was like nah dude <laughs> yeah i'm not doing that and then i lost some faith and i was like oh crap so i got actually got to a point where i was like if anyone comes to talk to me i just run away from them because i don't want to deal with like your bullshit request anymore because sometimes it's like can you get me 10 flowers from the starting zone again? And it's like, dude, I'm busy working on like the fourth dude over here. I don't yeah. want to do a run over there and get you some flowers. Like get out of my face. Um, it is cool. The art style is really great. Yep. I was playing on Xbox. It ran, it runs great like 95% of the time, but I had multiple cases during fights where there was just so many enemies and like, was it fervor the red dots that you pick up? on the screen that the frame rate was just dropping more than Mm. i've seen on like current gen games these days it was pretty crazy weird um Mm. i have heard there's been some bug fixing issues the games had but apparently they've been working on it so i would assume so and they even have a like a roadmap on the main menu which is not so much a map as it is just saying we're gonna have free dlc coming and it's like (laughs) oh great glad to hear it (laughs) yeah uh, but yeah, it's cool and it's dark. And I, I think the the, uh, the dungeon crawling, like the the roguelite element of it is, is pretty enjoyable as well. It's, it's kind of it's pretty basic what you'd expect. Um, yeah. Nothing like super uh, unique, but it's enjoyable. Playing knuckle bones against that old guy is fun. Um, did you guys get unlock any of the like overworld other areas you can go to? Just the I fishing stopped. area. The I fishing stopped one? right before the old man. Okay. I saw yeah. Reese unlock the old man area. That was it. For the knuckle bones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. like five or six you can you can do and they all give you like some bonus stuff. And then there's modifiers you can unlock for your runs, which I didn't equip because like I didn't need it to get the modifiers get hard. Like, hey, you'll do double yeah. damage, but take double damage. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Thanks anyway. Sure. Yeah. It's a cool game though. I highly recommend Call to the Lamb for sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's very, very cool. The Twitch integration is super sick, too. It's very good. Well done. Did you that do some of that, sweet. Paul? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's sweet. Uh, and apparently, I haven't watched it, really, 
apparently it like blends perfectly with the game so there's not like there's like a pop-up and then it, it looks like you're basically just clicking on the video like yeah I, I had people in my chat that were like, I didn't even realize. I thought that was just displaying on your screen. Right, exactly. Because it's just so flawlessly like put in there. That's I, su- down, super cool. Downside yeah. is that that does not work on mobile. You have to be on desktop for it to work, which is a bummer. I had a bunch of people that couldn't get involved because of it. Yeah, it's okay. too bad it's not a panel or something where you could do that. Because that might leave... Well, I don't know that the panel extensions work great on mobile. That mobile mm. app is just kind of shit, though. It's yeah. been shit for a long time, so... Yeah. All right. Uh, is that it for you, John? Yep. Uh, Paul, what else have you been playing? Uh, I didn't write it here. Vampire Survivors. I'm just trying to catch up. There's okay. nothing new to say about that. It's just unlocking those arcanas just every night, jumping in, trying to get two or three characters done. <laughs> I saw it had an those. update today. It did have an update today. That's that's why I brought it up. Uh, they added another character and this is supposed to be the last big update before the official 1.0 release so nice yeah there's that Very that cool. game is basically done apparently that game is still cool uh i'm getting a little burnt out on every night just like grinding out characters to get unlocks but whatever it's fine it's a See, good that's podcast my worry game. like you're gonna get burnt out before 1.0 even hits yeah, but it won't matter because at that point, th- unless they add like a shitload of stuff for 1.0, which maybe uh, they will, but yeah, who maybe. Knows. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I played Rumbleverse. I played Rumbleverse. I, yeah. This is that. Um, Is it Iron Galaxy that did this? It is. Yeah. Yeah. This is that Iron the Galaxy. The folks. Yep. Uh, joint where it is a 40 player battle royale that is just wrestling it's a wrestling battle royale yeah so it's melee attacks yeah so yeah uh, it, it kind of the the, the main mix-up that i'm coming to it you know i'm obviously coming from like an apex background yeah is instead of being able to like third party somebody with like a sniper from afar yeah you want to climb up a building because you can like spider-man crawl up anything which is kind of fun yeah and then you want to drop the most satisfying elbow that i have seen in a video game in a long time yeah, they're pretty good. I found that, okay, Okay. just as a basis of how this game works, I guess, you create a character and your character is always kind of just an empty slate, uh, just cosmetically. You just, like, change the cosmetics. Because when you go into a match, you don't pick up guns or anything, obviously. What you pick up are books to learn different wrestling moves. Yep. And that's kind of like your equivalent of picking up guns or loot or whatever. But there's also loot, like a chicken to heal. Uh, there's, like, different powders and stuff that you can take to increase your stats there's like a speed stat a stamina spat stat and like a strength stat or something like that and you can increase all of those up to a maximum of like level 10 essentially uh and you can kind of mix and match if you want your guy to be faster or if you want them to just like have a bunch of stamps so you can keep spamming moves or whatever if you want it uh, evenly balanced and there are perks associated with going any certain which way like sometimes a move will always if you have a high enough strength you will always get the attack if you hit somebody at the same time as they're hitting you because you get a strength priority um there's like little it's more in depth than you would think um anyways the tackle moves in that game are kind of broken and annoying <laughs> to deal with 
because they are a movement effect to just jolt you your character forward really quick. They're a grapple and they do a shitload of damage. But I mean, I don't know. That's also kind of fun because every game has the gun that's broken or whatever. Grapple moves in this game are just or the like tackle moves or whatever in this are just feel like they're a little bit broken, but it's also super satisfying somebody's just messing with you and you grab them and like throw them off a building or something then jump on them from the top of the building yeah Yeah, i definitely had someone like i didn't even see them but i was on top of a building and all of a sudden they tackled me off the building slamming me onto the ground like killing me in one move yeah that was so cool (laughs) yeah it's very cool it's I found it took me some time to get used to how that game operates, though. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a learning curve to how how you play that thing. There's, like, a dodge, but the dodge is kind of shitty. It seems like a lot of the times you want to really be just using your shield, your block, to counter a lot of stuff. There's different wake-up moves that you just kind of have to assume people are going to do or if they're going to try to get away or whatever. So you got to be ready if you knock somebody down that they're going to come back up and be able to combo you. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in there. That's yeah, I I think I only played three or four games, uh, did pretty poorly. um, And then I actually did win one and we were playing duos. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I do think the learning curve is is a bit steeper just because like the melee focus uh, kind of changes like how you approach fights. You can't you know, you can't just really go in there and just mash buttons. And it's I feel like it does come about it's more about like your position in relation to where the fights are and whatnot. Like I said before, it's like you're going to want to get the high ground so you can jump down onto people as opposed to them jumping down onto you. You don't want to just like run into a huge match because it gets kind of chaotic with what, with like the super moves and what some people can do and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it just kind of plays like, unlike anything you've played before like it looks like a fortnite clone but it doesn't play anything like fortnite it looks exactly like fortnite (laughs) like yeah like fortnite version one or something like a really old version because fortnite got like a lot cleaner and a lot more confident in in its style and stuff and this looks very much like this is a new game that they try but like the characters and the art style it's like oh this would just completely fit in with whatever like default fortnite characters look like Yeah, yeah for sure goku's not in this though so not yet there is possibilities i don't know what their plan is for this thing but like if they do something with awe or wwe or something and like do some promo stuff like there could be some cool like skins and shit in this for sure uh but yeah do you you think this one has legs (sighs) so the thing is is that it's free to play so it, it will always have somebody playing it um but i don't know that it'll battle royales are free to play yeah i don't know that it like will ever beat out any of the others (laughs) in any it's it's a crowded space right like yeah it is like i don't know it is different enough that it could with the right people but i don't think it's like as interesting either the map is quite small and the rounds are faster and like to some extent that makes it kind of a little more interesting for people that just want to do a game or two and then like log off for the night where like a Fortnite game or PUBG, well, especially PUBG, but like all those games can take 
like upwards of an hour if you're doing well in it or if you're like playing slow or something. If you're playing this game, slow, yeah. This game, you're like in and out in like 10 minutes uh, for the most part. So there, there is that. I don't know, though. Like, it's hard to tell. Sure. I would say no, but That's the I think one. yeah, it is different enough, I think. I, I hope it survives just because I like Iron Galaxy as a studio. Uh, yeah, I, I want them to succeed. I don't you know, they've been working on this for a while. So but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I'm sure it's daunting coming out with a new battle royale in 2022. Yeah. Is it out on everything? I know it's I out it on was, Xbox and Epic. I thought it was still in early access. Did it finally drop out of that or like in yeah. open beta rather? No, it yeah. released last week. It did. Yeah. OK. Yeah, because yeah, it had a few beta weekends for the last few months, mm-hmm. and then the the launch was last week. I know it's on Xbox, and I know I, I like tied my Epic account, and yes, it is on Epic, so it's obviously got to be on PlayStation as well. I'm gonna go ahead and assume it's not on Switch. Sure. Yeah. Uh, which I it feel like more games be, uh, are just not coming to Switch these days. Yeah, this could easily go on Switch. I think it's a more basic looking Fortnite, and Fortnite's on there, <laughs> so. <laughs> It could. Well, probably. I mean, Fortnite's on everything. Like, yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, if they if this thing was on mobile or something too to get more people in, like I could see it lasting a bit longer. If it's only out on Epic and Xbox or PlayStation or whatever, I don't know. Might be a little bit harder to reach everybody, but who knows? Uh, speaking of games that are fun for a little bit, but this one isn't free to play. Is Kirby's Dream Buffet came out? And I played a bunch of that last night, $20 Canadian, and that thing should be free to play because there is nothing to that game. This is <laughs> the thing so that looked little. like Fall Guys, but just four players, right? Yeah. So what it is, is that you play against three other human players and they throw a bunch of like Waddle Dees or whatever to just get in your way in there as well. There is a race to the end of a level, then a like collect as many things as you can in a little arena level, then another race and then a final like battle royale to like attack, basically like smash bros, like smash each other out. And then you get some of the food that they ingested or like it goes flying around and you can pick it up or whatever. Um, And it is whoever ate the most food by the end, whoever the fattest is basically wins. And that is what it is every single time. (laughs) <laughs> oh so like the the are the races different or is it the same like the first stage the first race you're always different gonna play that first rage no no different stages but yes it's always a race a collectathon type okay. thing a race and then a battle at the end okay yeah and is then you good? unlock more stages as you go it's fun enough sure yeah I am a little bit worried that because it's not free, it's just going to die because not enough people will buy it that like in yeah. two months from now, people will still be playing it. But I don't know. Maybe they'll play it more because because they had to pay money for it. True. Well, so, yeah, again, my question is like, is the Fall Guys comparison fair? Yeah, but like super basic, like Fall Guys actually has some stuff going on in this. This is so stripped down. Okay, so this is a, would you say this is a worse Fall Guys that costs more money to play? Absolutely. This is way worse than Fall Guys. (laughs) That's rough. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is literally, you are against three other people, first of all, just three. Yeah. And it's always going to be race, collect, race, battle every single time. 
And it is Fall Fall Guys I, is on Switch, right? I I feel like this is a bad comparison because it's not it trying is. to be Fall Guys. It yeah. just it just gave that impression at some point, but it's not even trying to be that. Yeah, it's more like a Mario Party mini game or something. Actually, there's a yeah. lot of Mario Party DNA in it, to be honest, because even at the end, there's like a who ate more raspberries. Here's like 40 extra food for you, which are like the extra stars, essentially. Okay. Like they do that sort of thing as well. Uh, it's more akin to that, like or like a fusion frenzy. It's more right, like fusion sure. frenzy, but like very few people will understand what that means. So. Bill Gates' oh, favorite game. Yeah, Mario Party, exactly. Uh, I have heard there is not four-player split-screen for local. It is only two-player local. What? Even, and that is okay. a pretty bad... That's stupid. That's bad, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't play local, but that... If you have a four-player game and you have local play and you can't do four-player split, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I'm I'm assuming this game is so complex graphically and and mechanically that the Switch just can't support it. I wanted strawberries so bad. (laughs) After playing this, there's so many strawberries (laughs) you eat, and they look delicious. Okay. Yeah, it's cute enough. If like, I'm I'm not one to tell you not to spend fifteen dollars on this, but if you have to think to yourself, should I? No. If you think should I, immediately the answer is no. You shouldn't. I guess yeah so like so who who's this for is it the is it the person who's bought every mario party and just needs a new mario party so me it's for me well it's just for i don't know somebody who wants a little bit of fun (laughs) to play with their friends because they're friends fun fun marginal amount of fun it's fine it's just super bare bones also you know when you're coming home from too. a long day at work and you sit down on the couch and you're like, I just want like a little bit of fun. Just a little bite-sized bit of fun. There's yep. Kirby's Dream Buffet for you. Yep, that's true. I am kind of surprised that you hadn't played it, John. I'm assuming you picked it up, though. It came out yesterday. Yeah, it came and out yesterday. Yes- yesterday I was working on Xenoblade stuff, so I had no time to do it. I picked it up like this morning, and then I have yeah. just been tired all day, so I haven't played any games today. Yeah, okay. I didn't know yeah. how recent it had been. Um, yep. 24 hours yep uh from a complete outside perspective this seems like a hard sell but maybe i'm just not the audience you have to just want like a kirby thing and be okay with spending 15 dollars us yeah they they do this like every couple of months with kirby there's like here's like a small mini game style game of kirby but like yeah right with some online features so have fun with it so like this is just that but i guess a little more expensive than usual yeah, this I think it was like 20 Canadian, 15 US. Yeah, that's what it is. This would have been like great as a uh, NSO expansion. That would have, thing that would have been something. a slam yeah. dunk. Holy. I smokes, mean, it would have been, been the perfect price for this thing. Yeah, just included in there. But it's its Nintendo. own standalone thing. So, yep. you know, that's all I've been playing. All right. Um, I wanted to quickly talk about multiverses again. Because it finally yeah. hit season okay. one. It, it officially is no longer oh. in the preseason. The game is out. This is the worst season launch I've ever experienced in a video game. Good start. And I okay. I went through Knockout City's like first couple of seasons. Um, oh, what a good game that was. Oh, fuck. yeah, that was better yeah. than this. So let me tell you what you get with season one of Multiverses. All right. Okay. Season one's mm-hmm. out. And, and let me let me preface this. 
They extended the preseason longer than they wanted to. So you would assume, oh, they're really going to be ready for season one. They are taking more time with the preseason to get ready. Season one's got to have some stuff. This is what you get with season one. The loading screen changes. The title screen changes. Black Adam and Stripe from Gremlins are shown on there. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, what else? Yeah, Yeah. so they're not in the game, though. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, they're coming soon. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming soon. No, no date, but they're going to be there eventually. But they're on the title screen now. I mean, all they all do this in some way. It's Uh, okay. What else do you get? Okay, what else do you get? They've been they've been talking about Rick and Morty for months. Not not also not in the game yet. That that is pretty disappointing. Okay, so wait, did they add anything then? So here's here's what they added. Here's what they added. So no new characters. uh, No (laughs) new stages. Um, they added, you can, you can now give them $10 for the new battle pass. Okay. That's awesome. Now what? No, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Now what you know, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. What do you get in that battle pass? Like, so obviously, all right, I'm I'm coming from, I play a lot of free to play games. I buy battle passes all the time. Sure. You, this battle pass, they're coming in late. They're coming in late to a free to play genre. Yep. They got to have a good step forward, right? They can't come in. They can't come in behind. That's a weird thing to do, right? Okay, so yep. you cannot get any currency to buy the next battle pass in this battle pass. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're like forcing that you're going to buy this one and the next one. Yep. With real yeah, yeah. You cannot earn. Yeah. Okay. You cannot yeah, earn yeah. the next one, which is weird and against the norm. So some skins, what do you get for some skins? All the skins are in the back quarter of this battle pass. That I think that's pretty standard, though. No, maybe Apex. No, maybe Apex just does it good. I've seen a lot of free to play games is like, yeah, that's I I don't know. Even Fortnite at least gives you a couple. It's just the really good ones are in the back. The really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The really good ones. But like using Apex as an example, you buy it, you immediately get three skins. Don't, you don't even have to yeah. boost the battle pass at all. Here's three skins immediately. Uh, yeah. Halo was even better than this. The only so thing I, I'm I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt solely because this is the launch. If the next battle pass is just as bad, then they've they've bungled. But it's it. it's this not is the only they, time I give this them is the their pass. second battle pass. They had a battle pass for the preseason. Wait, I think I'm misunderstanding. Did they not yes. give you any skin at all? You don't get. Or any, are you, you just have saying to they didn't them. give you? Oh, okay, so you, but like, you give them $10. I thought you were, thought you were you, saying they didn't give you like a good one until later, like a premium one or whatever. You don't get anything until anything. you earn it in the battle pass. So the only thing you do, so you come in oh, season one. Fucked. Here we go. Yeah. Multiverses. Here we go. Season one. Here is a new way to give us $10. And they give you nothing for it. Yeah, that is pretty poor. Sure. Here's another, here's I another mean, even, thing. Even Diablo Immortal, as bad as it is, gives you a fucking like weapon skin right so, at the get <laughs> Here's another thing. Again, let me use this as as, as Apex as, as a comparison. With Apex, each week they will give you new challenges to work towards to give you points towards upgrading your battle pass. Uh-huh. Multiverses and, and, and Apex does 12 every week, five daily ones to work on. Multiverses, like usual, will give you six daily ones. But in oh. terms of their like longer seasonal milestones, they call them. There's three. Two oh, of mine man. were the same thing. I had two Ooh. seasonal milestones I could work on. Ooh. How long is a season? Do they have like a timer or anything? Do we uh, know? I, I didn't. They do. I don't I didn't look at it too closely. This okay. for context, the preseason 
had 15 levels in their battle pass. This battle pass has 50. Okay. <laughs> like, what really got me, though, is when they said Black Adam and Stripe and they're on the title screen and there's and they're not even in the game. There's no date for them. There's no new characters in this game. Like, holy Man. smokes. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Like. It made me think of like PlayStation Plus when they did the revamp to kind of match Game Pass and it was worse than Game Pass. And it's like, how it's are like you coming- they just don't understand, right? It's like, like how are you coming into this late? Yeah. Like you should be trying to like your best foot forward. Like, oh, it's totally. so it's so bizarre. I will say Stripe from Gremlins. That's a cool get. Yeah, I like that one. That's awesome. Like, no one saw that coming, but like, I don't even know when that's I- coming. I think that was on the leak, actually. Gizmo and Stripe. Was it? Okay. Okay. Oh, Gizmo you might be right. Leak. Gizmo was. You're right. Yeah. I don't think Black Adam was on the leak. I don't remember seeing his name. I don't uh, remember. I mean, they might have just bought their way in there <laughs> with Black Maybe. Adam for That might have just been The Rock being like, put him everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and so theoretically, that's going to come out around the time of the movie. So a few months from right. now. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's a really weird time. Uh, I do know Rick and or Morty is coming next week, but it's like, why didn't you move Uh that up at least a week? And then you could have had a new character with your new season. Season one ends November 15th, 2022. Okay, great. I I don't know if I'm buying the next battle pass. This was insanely bad. You're almost done your uh, seasonal milestones already, though. Yeah, yeah, that's and the, and the whole thing is like the fact that they're not giving me a whole bunch at once is so that I increase I, that I move through the battle pass slower, right? Yeah, so you play and more without exactly any and just the, yep. the amount slower I'm going through this battle pass compared to like your your typical game with like seasonal is is ridiculous. It just screams like money hungry. Yeah, fair, I, I can imagine getting those IPs is not cheap, even if even though it's the company that owns them all, there's still got to be some money going around for that. I guess so. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I can't speak to that side of it. It's weird. Another weird thing. And this one just kind of sits odd with me is I'm I'm used to like when a battle when you reach a new battle pass level and you get the unlocks, they go right into your like collection. That's how this mm-hmm. one works as well for the character levels up. But uh-huh. for the battle pass unlocks like the skins and stuff. You have to go into that menu and hit claim. So they're making the like yeah, good stuff sure. <laughs> one level of obfuscation further, just a little bit. So the stuff. Yeah. So as a result, I actually missed out on some stuff from the last battle pass because I didn't hit claim on the final level. So I didn't get the cool final skins, apparently. And they did just they didn't just give it to you. It's like, nope. hey, you forgot these or something. Nope. Yeah, that's 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 pathetic. That's absolutely pathetic. And 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 like if they did everything like that, I could be like, okay, that's the decision they made. But it's just the stuff that costs money is one level removed of of more annoying to get to. And it's like this is just a bad taste in my mouth over and over again. (laughs) This is scummy in the way that like a lot of Diablo Immortal stuff was. But yet this won't get the traction because. I mean, Blizzard's done a lot of other fucked up things, which is why people have jumped on that. But that's scummy. Holy shit. Yeah. So anyways, we're going to maybe play it. And then like if you get far in, maybe then buy it is like the suggestion. So I don't know if this has the feature where 
Oh my god, don't I don't know that. I have to say, come on. So most battle passes, if you're playing through it and then you purchase them, you get all the unlocks that you would have done if you did it. That's how they usually yeah, work. I can't say whether or not this one has that because I haven't like tested that. I don't know, actually. So it could, it could not. I don't know. That would be insane if it didn't have that. There's a lot of things that it should have that it does not have. Like, <laughs> it's weird. <clears throat> okay, uh, last game I played this week, uh, and it's a good one, Roller Drome. This okay. is from the Ollie Ollie developers. Um, yeah. And I get a I get a real feeling of like when Risk of Rain was like, hey, we're going to make uh, a three a polygonal 3D game. And it's like, all right, you guys are 2D like, you know, there's three Ollie Ollie games and they're all 2D. Yeah. Just like Risk of Rain knocks it out of the park. Uh, OK, this game is very cool. For those who don't know what Roller Drome is, it has Sable's art style. So a very like. Uh, like a like a cell shaded hard contour line characters you are roller skating in the year 2030 in like a blood sport called the called roller drome where it's pretty much tony hawk mixed with like some hotline miami in there okay so the the sh- you're going into these arenas and you have like a straight up list of like objectives, Tony Hawk style, like do a tail grab <laughs> in this specific area, collect the five combo tokens, yada, yada, while people are shooting at you and stuff. So you have like a dodge mechanic as well. So there'll be snipers and then you'll see like the different color on their like reticle change. So you can do like a perfect dodge. There's also a really generous slow down time mechanic. So you'll often be in like a doing a trick slowing down time and then a really really generous auto aim to like fight the people that are okay. around you that was going to be my question because i when you say like a tony hawk with like people shooting at you and you shooting at them that sounds like it could be fucking terrible there's a there is a lot going on there is so much going yeah. on because not because the way you get your ammo back is doing tricks so it's a scenario okay. of like i need to dodge these people who are shooting rockets at me i need to shoot their rockets out of the air before they hit me some people will put mines in the ground there's dudes just with baseball bats that if you get too close to them they're going to hit you um but what the game does to kind of combat a lot of that is you pretty much cannot wipe out even if you're doing a trick okay. and like land sideways in tony hawk you would just wipe out and your character would have to like get up and start moving again there's like no penalty for like landing the trick wrong. You pretty much cannot land tricks wrong, despite maybe falling on your head. The momentum just keeps going. Um, But it is a flow state game where you're doing these tricks, you're doing these grinds, you're shooting, you're dodging, and it feels really good in, in the moment. But when you do kind of like, Oh crap, I missed that combo token. I'm just going to like try and do a 180 and keep jumping off this thing over and over, try and get it. Much like right. most flow state games, <clears throat> if you're not in the flow state, it does feel pretty bad. Sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And similar to like almost like a management game, there's there's a lot of things you have to keep in mind. So it's almost like it's good that there's those challenges in there, because I think if it was just like a fighting simulator, it would feel a little barren. But kind of wrapping your head around there is like so much to do here. And some of the challenges are like do the whole thing in under the par time, get the score, get the score multiplier, do these specific jumps, kill this one specific person while you're above them. There's, there's a lot to do, but much like Tony Hawk, you can go back into these stages. The ones that you've cleared are already checked off and you can try again on those specific ones and you do unlock more weapons. 
Um, I'm, I have a shotgun and I have a grenade launcher now, and you can bring those weapons back into the earlier ones to make things even easier. Okay. <clears throat> but the enemies cool. will upgrade as well. There's ones that will like teleport around the map. And the, the, when they first get introduced, one of the challenges is like unload an entire clip of your dual pistols into them before they teleport. And I, I haven't been able to do that. Um, okay. there's mechs that will show up that you have to fight while you're doing all this stuff. Uh, it's pretty crazy. And and the whole time there's a there's a bit of a ma- narrative going along. You're a newcomer to the roller drome sport. It's a blood sport that people watch. And it seems like you have like a buddy on the inside who might be trying to like take them down because they don't agree with stuff, but they're being silenced and they're one of the like best roller drome players. Um so it's okay. it's cool. Hmm. It's cool. I definitely kind of started out like I'm going to get all the checklists done, but they get pretty hard. So now I'm kind of just like playing through them. And there's like four tiers you go through. Each one has three or four levels per tier. So I don't think it's a terribly long game. It is very much like you're going to want to play these over and over again. So the level structure is like a Tony Hawk where you go into a level and then they give you this stuff or whatever. There's not like a through line story or any of that sort of thing connecting them or. No. Yeah. You're just you're just going into a random level, much like Tony Hawk. And then after each cup. There is a kind of first person walk around like the locker room kind of thing. And you get a bit of the like narrative elements of what's kind of going around on in the year 2030 with this sport. Um, But that's it's but it's a very light narrative. It is so much Tony Hawk like, oh, now I'm on like a snow level. (laughs) Now I'm in the desert. Now I'm in a mall. Stuff like that. And the people you're fighting are the are the house players. That's what they call them. So they work for the role, the International Roller Drome Federation, and they just go in and and they fight you for this blood sport that everyone's watching and is super excited about. Um, Okay, real good music. Hmm. They they clearly know their like the vibes they're going for of like 70s action movie. Um, uh, It's I I like it quite a bit. It's on PlayStation and PC. However, if you buy it on PC, it's 10 bucks off. It is like a 33% discount right now. So it was almost oh, like wow. a no-brainer for me to do that over the PlayStation. Runs great on the Steam Deck. Got it. So that's where I've been playing it. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> it is the first game I've, that I've noticed that, because I was wondering, is this on PlayStation Plus's collection? And yeah. if you have the premium tier, the top tier one, you get a one-hour trial of the game. Man, like, I don't, there's nothing good comes out just like dumb speculation like this, except fanboyism. I feel like if this was like an Xbox thing, it would have been on Game Pass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, maybe. Um, Because, yeah, yeah, when I was about to buy it, I I, I did see something about like, oh, PlayStation Plus feature. And I was like, oh, can I just like subscribe for 18 bucks again like i did for stray and and just play through this and it's like yeah no you can you get you do get a discount i think it's like uh like 20 percent or something like five bucks off versus the steam one is just 10 bucks off no questions asked (laughs) so i was like i'm just gonna do that and then i also have it on the steam deck yeah uh again that's roller drome uh definitely check it out if you're a tony hawk fan cool that's all I've been playing. Let's do some news. Some pretty interesting stuff uh, came out this week. Um, more, more so on the small side. Because of uh, the ex- Microsoft buying out Activision, uh, there were some court documents that had to kind of come out. And one of the little tidbits we got 
was that uh, it was revealed that Sony sold twice as many PlayStation 4s as Microsoft selling Xbox Ones in the last generation. That's not that surprising, but yeah, that's seeing the numbers out now. That's crazy. Yeah, and the reason (laughs) these numbers came out is Microsoft is trying to make the argument of how how can this be a monopoly, us buying Activision? Sony outsold us two to one last time. Yeah, if anything, Sony's the exactly. real bad like, guy We're just here. trying to catch up. Like, wh- what do you mean? <laughs> so, I mean, these are lawyers saying whatever they have to. Um, totally. But the interesting part was just kind of seeing the numbers. Two to one, that's how much the PS4 outsold the Xbox One. Well, considering how much they kind of blew their start, it's not surprising. I mean, that's yeah. the thing is like, you see kind of where it landed, and this is all because of the launch. That's how much they botched that launch. Pretty crazy. It's crazy. Um, here's another kind of interesting thing. The PC Game Pass Twitter account has been updating. Oh, this is a different story I have first, but I'll, I'll read the I'll read the one that I've been uh, about. I was saying the PC Game okay. Pass uh, Twitter account has been updating its display picture over the last couple days with an image of a of a of a, of a mountain of a, like a, of a field and then the field is now raining and now there's black stuff coming up of it and it really seems like death stranding is about to be announced for pc game pass okay sure uh which would be just pretty crazy on its own um but like i'm hearing rumors maybe as early as tomorrow <laughs> As uh, early as right now. Go download it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh breaking news. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be pretty big. Obviously, like it being on a Game Pass at all, PC Game Pass, you know, a Microsoft property, like that would just be a pretty crazy thing. And they're definitely slowly drip feeding this. So we'll see. That That's would be hilarious. cool. I've noticed them changing it and I didn't even like think about it. <laughs> so yep. wow. All right. Yeah. Um in addition, the PC climate cl- client for Xbox uh, has been updated as of, as of this morning, and you are now going to be able to start using mouse and keyboard on some xCloud games. Sure, yep. Yeah. Good. Uh, speaking of interesting kind of money fun facts, uh, it came out that Cooking Simulator was recently added to PC Game Pass, or sorry, just to Game Pass in general, and... Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, we got a report of how much Microsoft paid for it, and we usually <laughs> don't get to hear about this, but they paid $600,000 to get that game on Game Pass. Wow. Wow. Um, which apparently is going to make up almost a quarter of their net profit for that company. Um, but yeah, just pretty interesting. We never hear any kind of the back-end deals. Here's one of them. I guess we got a bunch of those back-end deals for Epic last year. Remember that yeah. when that whole chart came out? But yeah, we don't often get to see it for uh, for Game Pass. That's cool. Good for them. That's awesome. On a bit of a bummer note, yet another and probably one of the more in-depth ones that I have seen uh, regarding uh-huh. Nintendo and harassment within the company has come out. Um, Kotaku has a big, long article uh, where they think they talked to 10 former employees Um the the kind of long and short of it is them working with a contracting agency is and i you know i can even say from like firsthand experience being a contractor versus being a real-time employee is rough in comparison uh but they work with i guess closely with this contracting agency called aerotech 
which doesn't seem to have the best HR management. It doesn't seem like Nintendo does <clears throat> either, especially when trying to, you know, deal with uh, full-time Nintendo employees harassing contractors that are under Aerotech. Kotaku reached out for multiple um, statements throughout you, that you'll see in this article throughout, and no one pretty much got back to them. Uh, mm. This is just a bummer because it's happening more and more specifically with Nintendo. Uh, I think this is at least the third time I've seen a report about this. Again, this is probably the biggest one that I've read. Uh, definitely interesting. I feel like a lot of people you know, aren't giving this the light of day that we got with the Activision stuff, specifically because it's Nintendo and it's like really close to home with a lot of gamers is, is what I would assume. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think Nintendo has gotten too much of a past at my whole fucking lifetime of Not stuff. A lot of so, things, yeah. So this isn't surprising to me, but I mean, try telling this to people are fucking stupid when it comes to Nintendo. Like, they just lose their mind. Yeah, well, I mean, people definitely hold Nintendo on, like, a pedestal. Disney's kind totally. of similar, and we're seeing a yeah. bit of a backlash to that now, especially in, like, the visual effects space in the last few yeah. weeks. Uh, but Disney and Nintendo definitely hold kind of similar places in a lot of fans' hearts. Um, yeah. I mean, it can definitely be... It, it's, a, it's a scenario of, like, don't meet your heroes, kind of. Like, a little these, bit, this, yeah. this is going to be, you know, people grew up <laughs> loving Nintendo... And hearing that they might be a bit of a toxic workplace can be a bummer. Uh, I should say in this report specifically, they're talking about Nintendo of America. Um, uh, Nintendo of Japan is like not really mentioned at all. Uh, so it's it's hard to say how widespread it could be. But Well, Japan has a whole culture of different problems <laughs> going on there, not just their industries, so... Right. Yeah. And I think that's also why you kind of hear about this a lot less is I feel like Japanese uh, companies are a lot more tight lit uh, lipped as opposed to being more open from an American company. Um, yeah. But yeah, sexual harassment uh, apparently was throughout at least this article. So if you want to read more of the gritty details, Kotaku has that report. It's a pretty lengthy one. The Prince of Persia remake uh, popped its head up again, and I'm going to keep bringing up this game because I'm fascinated okay. with what's going on. Um, mm. The list of trophies have been found and are put up on psntrophies.com. That's pretty much it. So people are assuming that a re-reveal is imminent. And I'm just okay. I'm just doing my part of reporting on this weird game. <laughs> so maybe sure. we'll see when we'll hear more about it. They have a thing like a play thing coming up, don't they? Or whatever the hell. Yeah, their E3 equivalent is September. Yeah, Ubisoft Forward, I think, is the name of them. I, yes, it is also worth it. noting, and this is a, a, a new story I was going to bring up. The Gamescom, Jeff Keighley's opening night live live stream was has been announced yeah. for next week. Yeah. So so maybe it'll show up there as well. Who knows? Um, but that's going to be on a. I believe it's. August 23rd at 11 a.m. Pacific time is when you can watch that big live screen stream. <clears throat> Keely uh, listed some of the games that will be there, including Hogwarts Legacy, Sonic Frontiers, Gotham Knights, The Callisto Protocol, and High on Life. Okay, cool. Uh, last night, the Embracer group went on what I can only describe as a drunken midnight Amazon shopping spree. 
This uh, is what you were talking about. Okay. Yes. I didn't look. Yeah. No, this yeah. was, this is wild. It's out of nowhere. Like starting around like nine o'clock, they just started announcing all these companies that they now own, including limited run games, sing tricks, which I guess is a vocal processing tech tuxedo labs that it did tear down and tripwire interactive, which has done the killing floor. Also, Embracer Group has acquired the IP rights to the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit Literary Works. Hmm. Okay. Uh, And then, so they just kind of, the report continues. I'm just going to read the the series of tweets. Mm -hmm. They have 220 ongoing game development projects, including 25 AAA games to be released up until fiscal year of 2025-26. Highly anticipated AAA game to be announced soon and released in the fourth quarter. Multiple announcements at Gamescom. And this is obviously under their umbrella, which, again, they own a ton of developers at this point. Yeah. Embracer has acquired another company with, quote, PC gaming console, PC console gaming, which won't be disclosed today due to commercial reasons. So they've already purchased something else that we'll hear about sooner or later. Uh, the purchase price for this undisclosed acquisition is in the range of being among either third or fourth largest of the transactions. The Embracer Group continues to embrace. <laughs> Embracer uh, okay. Group sounds like a really bad cult or something. Like, Kind of does. Such a weird name. It's such a weird name. I haven't heard anything specifically about anything negative coming from this. Um, not that That's I don't, the thing, neither have I. Like, it's all been yeah. like like an equivalent of uh 10 cent but more so just focused on gaming centric stuff yeah and like i don't know if we would hear about it maybe years removed they'll be like once we got bought things went to shit um but i I haven't heard anything specifically so yeah they just keep buying stuff i was under the impression they just basically put money into stuff and like yeah just keep doing what you're doing until we need a favor. I, I mean, hopefully, yeah. Who <laughs> that's knows? supposedly like, it, because that's how the yeah. discussion I've seen around limited run being bought has been. So Yeah. Here's a weird one. No press about this, but Dead Island 2 popped up on Amazon once again with brand new box art dated for February 3rd. What? Uh, yeah, this, for those who don't know, Dead Island 2 is kind of a, like, joke game that lives within the shadows exclusively where this was announced forever ago and then just like never saw the light of day and then people would mention oh yeah we're still working on it and then years would go by (laughs) and then all of a sudden an amazon listing with brand new box art and some new screenshots popped up that's weird yeah like what's what's happening but if you want you can pre-order dead island 2 day one edition it's coming out february 3rd apparently that link doesn't go to anything for me that Amazon link. Maybe they took it down as of, but they, you can they see they probably can, already took it down by now, especially if it was an accident. Yeah. I mean, you can see the pictures on this tweet. I, you know, they were there at one point. Yep. Weird. So maybe this is, you know, going to get announced at Gamescom next week or something. Who knows? But weird, it's a yeah. weird game. Uh, <laughs> and last one, <clears throat> a new Tales from the Borderlands game has been kind of announced with like not really much fanfare to it. It again, just kind of popped up on Amazon. It is called new tales from the borderlands. 
That's the full title. It's coming October okay. 21st. Tales of the Borderlands might be the best Borderlands-related writing. Not that that's a high bar to pass. Um, yeah, but I was going to say. That out there. I really enjoy Tales from the Borderlands. So it is one of the few Borderlands games that I won't put on mute. <laughs> well, there uh, you go. So I will happily play more of that. <clears throat> All right, that's going to do it for news. Let's do some questions. If you would like to send questions in, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. And I'll read this first one from Matthew. I looked up a list of game genres and tried to make some wild combinations. I want you to try and come up with a game concept using the genres I've put together. All right, ready? Tactical turn-based cart racing game. Okay. It's just a NASCAR Talladega Knights style racing game where you have to uh, tactically control Ricky Bobby and his teammates and you have to make sure you're balancing your real life stuff along with your (laughs) racing stuff and then you have to like use your teammates to kind of draft behind them strategically to get boosts from Is there a grid? Yeah, absolutely. So like each each turn you're like moving around i'm assuming an oval grid yeah exactly okay okay and then the and then the other racers are like trying to get in front of you yeah they're blocking them that's their attack moves are just like you know cornering and like updraft and stuff like that okay yeah i can see that all right all right next one here sci-fi horror cooking game any ideas paul i mean it's essentially just Oh my god, what the what was that called? Battle Chef Brigade? It's essentially that, but like in Dead Space, in the Dead Space universe, where you're just okay. like fighting monsters and making delicious meals with them to impress. Where somebody. my mind went was the the DLC for Overcooked 2, where while you're doing overcooked chef stuff, the Things unbred are, are like breaking in and you have to like seal up the walls like COD zombie style. Okay, sure. See, I, I was thinking an even different direction. I okay. was thinking more like cook, serve, delicious, where you are trying to manage food, but you're also like you're using the Necronomicon as your cookbook Ooh. and all yeah, the ingredients okay. you're making. You're making like food to feed to Cthulhu and all the other elder gods. In sure. in the Overcooked DLC, you were using the Necronomicon. Oh, for what shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and someone actually made a cookbook apparently called the Necronomnomnom. So, because uh, someone showed it to me like a week or two ago. Perfect. Metroidvania dating game. I feel like the I feel best like that dating already exists. Games, yeah, I feel like the best dating games kind of ha- all have like Metroidvania type stuff in it where you get different like presents and upgrades to like woo the different characters or whatever. I was assuming it was you would have to like Metroidvania through a level to get to the person you're trying oh. to woo like they're at the end I, of it i feel like boyfriend boyfriend dungeons like really close to this yeah true yep sure it's not metroidvania but yeah it's you just swap out the roguelike for metroidvania yeah. sure yeah that, that's a good one because in that one maybe the people turn into your weapons much like boyfriend dungeon they turn into your yeah that's yep yeah battle royale visual novel Ooh. 
So my mind immediately went to like the VLR games where yeah, people are sure. getting killed off, but the story is continuing in some way. So maybe it's it's kind of a like choose your own adventure. And yeah, you just have to have sure. picked the right route through it. So is that just at the point? Is that just like a tell like a telltale adventure game like The Walking Dead where characters will die? I'd say a little Battle Royale visual novel. Wouldn't that technically just be the Battle Royale movie? <laughs> Because it was a manga and it was like a story and a novel. Uh-huh. So just the manga then, because you're reading. The, just Yeah, just the book, Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> yeah, you're just reading a, you're reading a Battle Royale happening. So so it's the, it's the novel Hunger Games. Yeah, okay. Open world rhythm game. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule, Breath of the Wild edition. Yeah. Okay, my mind went to Sunset Overdrive immediately, but you would need a bit more rhythm. But I feel like that would kind of fit like aesthetic. Metal Hellsinger BPM. Like, yeah, sure. Shooters do that shit now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would Just work. open it up further. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. But I think it's like I feel like you would explore the areas when when you're not fighting and it would just be like normal kind of like low key music is playing. But then when yeah. it, when like an, an encounter starts, maybe you like put your headphones on and now it's time to like fight to the music or something. Sure. Yep. Last one. Stealth factory builder game. I kind of don't even understand what this these words mean. Yeah, the secret. Yeah, the secretly build <laughs> a, a factory. Yeah. I'm so just, I, I envision it's like an ant farm. So like you're oh. doing underground building because there's like uh, there's like a group that's taken over like the, the surface. So you need to build a factory underneath so you can actually build troops to say get back and like try to win there. But you have to keep sneaking up to their base above ground to take stuff to bring back underground to build for more resources and stuff. This sounds too like well thought out to not have been made, right? <laughs> that sounds kind like of? a game probably. <laughs> that made me think of Grounded immediately because that one you are building bases mm. and, and stuff. Um there's not a ton of stealth, but you can be like trying to avoid the spiders and stuff like that and, and whatnot. You also right. made me think of deadly creatures on the Wii, uh, which is an insane game that I'm always happy to be reminded exists. <laughs> sure. Suku Suku writes fishing mini games, gambling mini games or racing mini games for me. Fishing always fishing mini games. Racing. I think racing is more fun, but I feel like it's harder to get like a good racing mini game in a non-racing game. Hmm. We all agree, yeah. like fuck gambling mini games then. Yeah, it's random chance game. usually. Yeah, and usually it's there because there's a mechanic where they want you to like farm a couple thousand dollars for something, or <laughs> or it's Dead Rising two, and you're like, I'm trying to save your life, and they're like, Well, I'm not going to let you save me unless you oh. beat me like eight times in a row at blackjack. <laughs> And then if you want to get all the King Arthur armor set, you have to win against them X amount of times. Wow, that's terrible. <laughs> that is a thing that happens in that game. It pisses me off. It's one of the more annoying sets to get. That's I'm definitely bad. the kind of person that doesn't spend much time with these mini games when they're put in there. And I feel like yeah. fishing is usually the mm -hmm. easiest one to like ignore. Like I can just like get it done real quick and then bounce. Oh, doesn't Yakuza have slot car racing? I was probably I'm not, I'm not yeah. far enough it does <clears throat> I assume it has everything mini games at this point yeah, there's like nine of fair. those games that's fair yep 
Phantomagus writes in and says, Ahoy, TTP crew. What's a game you love that has an underwhelming soundtrack? You can hate it, be disappointed, whatever makes it subpar. Um, When they got rid of the uh, Danny B music from Super Meat Boy, I think it's terrible. And I don't like the uh, tracks from uh, Super Meat Boy forever, especially when you compare it to Super Meat Boy originally, which is OG. just a banger. Yeah. I don't think I have an answer for this because underwhelming soundtracks don't stick out to me that much. Metroid Dread in the chat. That's a good answer. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't remember. Usually yeah. there's one or two tracks from a Metroid game. I'm like, yeah, I'm into this. I don't think I ever had that in that game. Played most of that like handheld. So I think I had the volume off. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Anything come to mind for you, John? No, nothing's yeah, jumping to mind. Uh, most either. of the stuff has like already been said either in chat or by you guys. So, Elden Ring was mentioned in chat. I was going to say Metroid Fusion because I can barely remember any songs from that. Sure, that yeah, yeah. Elden Ring. They had to sacrifice good music for the open world stuff, kind of. Uh, what's that Castlevania game? The second one on Harmony of Despair. Harmony of Dissonance, whichever one is the second GBA one. That one had a was pretty meh all around, but the soundtrack was also very unforget or very forgettable. Sure. Uh, Hebrew Lantern writes, "Who is your favorite Koopaling?" Uh, I've always liked Morton for some reason. I don't think I know enough of how they're different. Okay, Wendy and Roy and Ludwig. <clears throat> yeah, Ludwig is a good one for sure. So I want like why like hmm? what like how do you know so much about them individually? Because I play Nintendo games. Yeah, I yeah, also play just, Nintendo games, but I feel like they don't have much personality. Or what? Which game am I missing? Look, uh, the new Super Mario Brothers game. Weirdly enough, they are featured pretty prominently in those. Yeah, I haven't played those in a long time, but okay. Yeah, I don't have They're an also in Mario Kart and Smash Brothers, so. Right, but I, in Mario Kart, like, none of the characters have much personality, right? Yeah, just a little bits and pieces. Ludwig, it's kind of got, like, the, this, every time he shows up, he goes, like, eh. Like, he's, like, so pompous and stuff like that, but, like, his, his look's design, and he usually has the most powerful abilities. That's what makes him interesting. Roy, I just really like the glasses. The sunglasses are kind of cool, and Wendy's the only girl, so that okay. also makes her interesting by default. Sure, yeah. See, when it comes to, like, Mario Kart characters, I like when Luigi had that, like, death stare. That was pretty funny. We can all agree fuck Larry, though, right? I I always get sure. uh, Larry, Iggy, and, and Iggy Lemmy mixed, up, mixed right. up, yeah. Oh, and Lemmy, yeah, you're right, yep. Lemmy, I think, is the tall, lanky one now, I think? Or is that Iggy? Uh, I don't know why I, those three are the ones I always get confused. I want to say that's Iggy. The one I'm talking about is blue haired. Just like if it was just white toast with nothing on it in a Koopaling, it's Larry. <laughs> just the most basic. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Larry. I see your time. Iggy is the tall, lanky one with like the, yep. the, the vegetable stalk on his head. Yeah. Is this a scenario kind of like Waluigi where people have created a persona for him because Nintendo's not really doing much? No, well, I don't think it's the strength of Waluigi. Yeah, There's they, also they, have, they have personalities, but it's nowhere to the level of what fans have done with Waluigi. Okay. Oh, yeah, no. But, like, they were also in one of the animated 
was it three super mario Bros. Yeah. three uh yeah, three like, and world i think they might have also been in world they've been around for i, I know them so like they've been around for fucking ever <laughs> okay yeah yeah question from dead for john specifically did you end Hello. up getting that digital typewriter you mentioned a while back i forget if it was free write or traveler if so how has it been i did but i got it during a pandemic so i didn't use it <laughs> sure i actually took it for its first trip uh la- or back in june when i went to the states and didn't end up using it because i fell asleep on the flight and then uh yeah i just fell asleep on both flights yeah, and while and I was there, there I visit. had access to my laptop, so I just used my laptop. Sure. Yep. Hey, man, it's a cool idea, fall- but it's just yeah, it hasn't lined up. If you can fall asleep on a flight, like that's great. I I wish I could do that more often. <laughs> well, when I have to fix my sleep schedule to get on most flights, is that's the thing. <laughs> We're looking to do a trip to uh, Newfoundland in like a month or so, and yeah. that's like, we like we're leaving here at like nine thirty in the morning, and then the, the flight to get back here is like at five thirty in the morning. It's they're all terrible. Ugh. Yeah, I never get good sleeps on flights. Like my head can I can't get my head in a good position. It's always like falling forward. Mm. It wasn't like now with having masks on, it, it like makes it worse in a way. But yeah. Yeah, because you get like the the your face feels gross from like breathing on it for like a couple hours. But right. Oh, right. That actually didn't read that question. Uh, Boca writes in and says over the past few weeks, I've been unfortunately reminded of how toxic gaming communities can be towards marginalized groups. How do you deal with seeing unbridled bigotry in communities you enjoy? Fucking sucks. It just fucking sucks to see. Uh, I stopped using socials and like most game chats for this reason because I just don't want to deal with it and I'm in the position where I kind of feel like I don't have to because yeah (laughs) but like yes it's I don't know man like the best you can do is if it's somebody you know like pull them aside and just be like what are you doing and if it's not somebody you know you could just be like dude shut the fuck up like seriously just play the game you can't really do much more than that, unfortunately. Yeah. And with our community, I try my best to be like, hey, like, make sure, like, if I see it, I try to, like, nip it in the bud or just, like, get it out of there. Uh, if someone in the community is about it, I'll try to confront them on it in a way I can. Or, like, I'll make, be, tell the mods or something like, yo, can you can you deal with this? We, we got to, that can't keep happening. So, just depends on where you are in the community. If you're just, like... If you're just like a dude playing a multiplayer game, like Paul said, like, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, you can't do anything. Yep. I guess you report them. That's better. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I was gonna, I was gonna say like, you know, remove yourself, find a better community. Like, if, yeah, if, like if, if it's one that you choose for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're in a community where the the community itself is not policing that i.e. they're okay with that kind of behavior, then that kind of says something about the broader community or the major- the, the other people in that space, right? And at that point, it's mm-hmm. like, you don't have to, like, just find another community. The internet's huge. If it's, you know, I'm sure there's another group out there that has similar interests that you can come across and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, I definitely got to a point where it's like, I'm an adult. I don't need to talk to you ever. There's right. no reason. Yeah, I was thinking like I don't talk to people in multiplayer games unless I know them already. Yep. Yeah. So at this point, like 
I never join a voice chat. The only I'm usually in a party chat with my team who I've put together from my friends list. Like I know I want to chat with them. There's no reason I'm ever going to want to chat with a stranger in a multiplayer game. Like it's not gonna, I'm not going to get anything out of that. I'm gonna, and I'm never going to play at a level competitive enough where I need that communication. So it's like, nope, I don't care if we lose. I'm just here to have fun. I think also unbridled bigotry. I think you're just in a community that is bigoted. Like at that point, you shouldn't be there because <laughs> if it's just like out in the open, people doing that shit, then I don't know, man. Yeah, I think you got to remove yourself, find a new one uh, like which which may suck because maybe it's going to take you time to find that new one. If it's especially if it's like a real niche interest, but like they could oh, just yeah. be talking about the gaming community at large because, in general, yeah. like in general. Yeah, there's some shitty people in gaming. Oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. But at, but like so gaming, there's definitely going to be at least a second gaming community you can join. That's yeah. why I'm thinking yeah, yeah. like it might be harder to find a second one if if the group you're talking about is like a real niche interest or something like that but again the internet's huge there has there there's not one community for anything there's got to be more than one you can find them or start your own and i'm sure there will be other people yeah. like you that might join yeah for sure linebeck writes what's a game that people say that they're surprised that you like Oh, I think I have a lot of these. I'm just trying to think of them. Okay. I I can't think of one specifically. I'll say people were pretty surprised when I picked Outriders as my game of the year. <laughs> yeah, none of us called that one. Yeah, yeah, that was... I'm not surprised that you liked it. I was surprised that you liked it that much, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think... Uh, I can't think of like oh a, just God. an out out there kind of game that I play on like a regular basis. Same. Yeah. I think we all three just play a variety of shit, so it shouldn't be that surprising that there's yeah. some we like. Because there's things I hate in the genres I love as well. So yeah, I'm just trying I'll to get think people of like, from time to time that are like, uh, hey, I like I like I know you don't like mechanics from like Souls games, so I'm surprised you like metroidvania that has souls mechanics stuff oh like that. yeah okay yeah yeah no that's a good one and then i could i could maybe say like elden ring in that case because it's like i'm not into games that are like quite difficult or that i'm going to have to like spend a lot of time on a lot of or bang my head against it but elden ring kind of transcended a lot of that and 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 allowed for more options so that that answer doesn't even really work um mm-hmm yeah, and I can't, I'm just trying to think of like genres that I'm not into and there isn't really like an outstanding game from there that I, I go to play for that reason. Actually, for Sean, you, um, anytime you say that you liked a horror thing, I'm a little bit surprised because you just don't like horror stuff. And That's then it's fair. weird. It's weird because you're like, I don't like horror stuff. It's too scary. And then you'll say something that actually has like some scary shit in it. You're like, yeah, that game's great. It's like, okay, what? Do you have any, Why don't do you, you like example? this other one then? Oh, no, it's too, not off the top of my head. What okay. I was thinking of was... Um, Bioshock came to mind. Didn't you like really like Bioshock? Or were you? was that one where we started the discussion of you being like, it was too scary for you? Bioshock is scary. 
I do it like is, Bioshock. Sure. Bioshock story is like super cool. Like I definitely respect Bioshock and and I would say I like it. I don't I've never played through it myself. I have sat next to someone and watched them play through the entire thing. Oh, oh actually, okay. I did play through all of two myself, though. Okay. And infinite infinite's not scary. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, sure. Both of those games are a lot less than one for sure. I was yeah. I was trying to think of like I did play through the medium. I would not say I like that game, but I yeah, played through it. Um, I would say the medium has like the same amount of scares and stuff as any Silent Hill game <laughs> for what it's worth. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, what brought this up was Nope, our TVP thing where it's just like, okay. yeah, I saw Nope. And that's why I was like, oh, we should do a TVP on this then. But like I said, I would not even call that movie scary. <laughs> right. But it's scarier than some of the stuff I think you've said looks scary. <laughs> Well, I, I guess it's just my interpretation of it. Like, yeah, yeah, how scary is that trailer? How scary is the like? Oh, yeah. The personification for sure. around it going for. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, final question from TC Golden. I saw an article that called 90s retro style shooters boomer shooters. Do you agree with this or would you call them something different? I mean, I like it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, it gets the point across. It's old style shooter, so I think it's funny. Yeah, it is. But like, <laughs> yeah, it does. It's not right though, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> but it's funny. funny. It all. It's 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 like a half rhyme. So they got that going for them. Yeah, like I'm. It uses boomer. It uses slang from this generation. So yeah, I mean, you got a better name it. for it. What are you gonna like? I don't know. It's a Duke nope. Nukem like. Know, you can even good. just say it's a boomer shooter because you just there's a shit ton of rockets flying everywhere. You make everything explode. Yep. So like it has yeah. double meaning. It's actually a really good genre name. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I think a the real fact boomer that shooter funny. is like World War One games, though, because that's the one <laughs> the boomers actually the original <laughs> Wolfenstein. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for questions. If you'd like to send in questions for next week, topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Do you have a game of the week? Call to the Lamb. Call to the Lamb. Mine's also Call to the Lamb. Wow! wow. You, know, you know what that means? Oh, I wish I had an air horn, like, set up. <laughs> uh, give, me, give me, like, ten seconds. I got it on here. <laughs> It, on oh, your phone or your stream deck? Oh my, on my phone, of course. Oh, okay, so you're gonna I, be able to hear it. My phone's not even. I just gotta make sure I'm talking, and then as soon as I'm, as soon as it loads, that's probably not even coming through Discord, but I'm gonna try anyways. Hell yeah! I, I, no, I didn't. I didn't hear anything. And then when you talked, you sounded like you were underwater. <laughs> um, it hey, definitely but, came. It definitely came through in the audio version. I'll tell okay, you that so much based cool. on the way. As long as someone's going to get to hear it, <laughs> um, <laughs> stuff to look forward to. The there we go. There that one it worked. is. What yep, did you do to it make is. it make us hear it? Nothing. No, I did literally nothing. Now I can't hear it. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Discord. Yeah. Who knows, man? Uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> Uh, the new poll is live for what we are going to play through next month. This is the closest poll we have ever had. They're uh, all within one of each yeah. other. So go vote. Seriously, on that's what crazy. You, what are all the yeah. options? The options are Dragon Quest Builders 2, Ender Lilies, Roller Drome, and Tinykin. Yeah, they're all one yeah. or two points away from each other. Uh, so go check that out. 
otherwise next week we'll be doing our Klonoa episode so stay tuned yep. for that or get excited for that uh, but until then we'll see you guys later bye Hi, everybody